Hi everyone, it's Adam from Monkey Tennis here, just saying a huge thank you to all of you that have supported my charity appeal uh, so far. For those that haven't heard about it, this September I'm going to be swimming uh, 15 kilometres uh, between five islands in Cornwall. Uh, I'll be swimming the Isles of Scilly, that's Scilly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. Um, I'm doing it because I want to, but also to raise money for Calm, the campaign against living miserably. It's a well-known statistic that 125 people in the UK die by suicide every week, and Calm run a free and confidential helpline for people to speak through their problems and ultimately to help prevent suicides. Um, I'm looking to raise enough money to train two new phone workers um, to man those lines um, and I'll be doing it by swimming the Isles of Scilly in Cornwall. Um, if you're looking to support me, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com. Um, just go there and search for Adam Swim Silly. That's Adam Swim Silly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. All donations greatly appreciated. Thank you for helping me to support Calm. And now, on with Monkey Tennis. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I must complete the journey that my father never could. I must do it on foot. Can't remember why. It will be called The Footsteps of My Father Walk. My home isn't insulated. Monkey tennis? Heathrow is just an absolute tit of an airport. Quite simply, cows. Monkey tennis? With a stupid Ewok head. Lobber on him, Nosey. Love you, Aim. Monkey tennis? A total wazzock of a guy. Infinity, the final frontier. Monkey tennis? We will talk about it now, Mr. Nichols. Monkey tennis? Motherfucker. Gary Wilmot. Okay. Sue Cook. Okay. Dale Winton. Okay. Monkey tennis? Oh, fuck off, Nick. Hello again, and welcome to Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. I'm Adam Brooks, and I'm joined by Tom Dark. Later today, I'm going to absolutely rinse her on TripAdvisor. Nick Alder. Needless to say, the gutter press had a field day. And Tom Stab. You've got ten minutes. Go give it to her. So welcome to the second of uh, two uh, feedback episodes. We've been gathering your theories, suggestions and uh, insults since the last time that we did this. So we'll be running through a few more of them this week. Uh, just quickly, a few people have had trouble finding specific episodes on specific uh, pod services. So uh, we, we recommend the best thing to do is to go to podfollow.com slash monkey tennis. Uh, and you should be able to find everything that you need there if you've been having any technical difficulties. Uh, now let's talk about sex memes. <laughs> uh, in between series, we put a post on our social media asking people people to name something that you could say watching Alan Partridge and during sex. We're now going to go through a quick fire round of your responses. I'm going to start with Alex Mills, who said, come on, Sonia, let's be appalling. As Wheelhouse said, yes, it's an extender. Stephen Ball says, yes, that's first class. Martin Johnson, butter my ass. Creepy Pastor Goblin said, your little <laughs> finger just touched it. 
Rajan Sharma UK, can you smell gas? Martin D. Simpson, lovely stuff. Richie McChug? McChuff? McHugh? McHugh? I don't know, McChuff. I'm going to go with McChuff. <laughs> that was classic intercourse. Marcus Wilson, before you turn around, I will warn you, I have popped out again. Sly <laughs> Ashcroft, I have a confession to make. When I raised my legs then, something happened which was unplanned. I released an unexpected but potent gust. Bungle's back door. If you put a fennel in there, we are going to fall out. Mike Boyle, before we go any further, Sue Cook has just pulled out. Gavin England, you can't ask me to pull out when Cliff Thorburn becomes available again. <laughs> Ross Appleby, stop telling me what to do. Dave Hughes, I've been battling. <laughs> Chris 31, mmm, ladyboys. Johnny E123, kiss my face. Fat Wreckman, into me. Edward Burrows, oh, you're going to have a good time. Nicholas Tiki Teta, Ask yourself two questions. How and why? Alex Taylor, I'm going to hump you like Deputy Dog <laughs> would hump you. Horwich Bloke 19, you've got 10 minutes. Go give it to her. John Paul Wilmer, you know your onions. Tom DeDelta, I can't believe we're having sex while watching Alan Partridge. <laughs> so, question to the group. Have any of you had sex while watching Alan Partridge? Categorically, no. No, although I can imagine that certain sections of Adam Partridge would help keep the wolf from the door. So <laughs> to speak. That's very good. I'm, I'm assuming Nick has in that case because he didn't. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not had yeah. sex. Well, I think Partridge. the silence speaks volumes. Sweaty volumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, should we move on to some more uh, general listener feedback that we've had over the last few months? No. <clears throat> no. Let's end the episode now. No, just sex stuff. <laughs> I'm just watching. Okay, well, that, that was a lovely bit of fun. And now let's move on to some more feedback that we've had from our lovely listeners over the last few months. We've got a few mid-morning matters, mid-more mat observations here. Carl Sargent on Twitter wrote, After a rewatch of all things Partridge, I can honestly say for me, series one or two of mid-morning matters are up there with, and in some ways actually better than, I'm Alan Partridge as the best, most multi-layered, shows in the part reverse any th- any thoughts on that i mean i i agree with quite a lot of what he's just written there yeah. i think he's not wrong no I, and i think we, we we've sort of covered this over when we were doing mid-morning matters and how much we loved it and enjoyed it about it being sort of pure partridge and how you know the gibbons brothers and steve when they were writing it they had to be a bit cleverer with the format given mm. the restrictions of of setting and uh and the amount of characters and you know it not being a traditional sitcom quote-unquote so um yeah i i agree with a lot of that carl actually yeah i think i could give you my opinion now but also we recorded about seven hours about what we think about mid-morning matters <laughs> Very true. i think it's a lot more fluid than uh, than than other partridge um and uh, we talked a little bit about interviews uh, in, in our last episode we talked about interviews steve coogan had given um when he was looking at mid-morning matters clips for a gq interview he did say that actually he ranks it amongst you know, he thinks it's some of the best work that they've done at, in the Partridge universe. Cool. And a couple more tits bits on MMM. Ash Mead on Facebook wrote to us saying, I've just watched Mid Morning Matters Series 2, Episode 1. I noticed that Simon was wearing a T-shirt with an owl saying, how do you do? As I read this in an owl's voice, it sounded just like Michael meeting Pete from Dante's Fires. How do you do? Hello, how, how do, do you, you do? do? <laughs> was it a more pork owl, though, sponsored by Lynn Benfield? It was not a more pork owl. <laughs> uh, also on Mid Morning Matters, Sarah uh, got in touch on Twitter saying, the joke about the sidekick Simon's joke being good enough for Footlights, Tim Key was in Footlights by pretending to be a student at Cambridge, which I didn't know he was no, a have we verified student. that? Can you, can no, you How do you do that? Yeah. Can you sneak into Foot... How do you pretend you're at Cambridge? <laughs> I think... It, the, the story is something like he basically just started turning up to drama lessons or something and people just assumed he was a student there. He seems, like, he seems like the sort that would try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he made it work. Yeah. 
Um, we've had some excellent feedback on Dream Bank Holiday. I like, um, I like this as a regular feature for the start of every series now. We've always got some Dream Bank Holiday scenarios. It's good. Yeah, definitely keep these coming in because they are they're really good to read. Um, so uh, we had an email in from Alex Crabb um, who says, thought I would send you my Dream Bank Holiday ice skating with Anthony Ward Thompson followed by snuggling in front of the fire with a brace of hot egg baguettes with extra egg. Bye. <laughs> Crucially, doesn't, uh, doesn't specify whether Anthony Wild Thompson is invited to the late night egg snuggle or whether that's just <laughs> just for ice skating and then go home. Well, what? you can't snuggle you can't snuggle on your own. I'm assuming... Mm. I'm Unless he's snuggling the baguette. That's <laughs> a very good point. Yeah, okay. He uh, has specified extra egg, perhaps for snuggling. <laughs> <laughs> Snuggly egg. <laughs> Jed would snuggle. I must admit, I, I really do like an egg baguette. Hot egg baguette oh, is delicious. Oh, what do you like more, disgusting. an egg baguette or Worrell Thompson? Uh, Where I are we on this? I don't need uh, Anthony Worrell Thompson <laughs> to be there. Although he probably would make quite a good one, ironically. Um, so maybe he should be there. <laughs> Right, um, we've had another uh, Dream Bank holiday weekend in from um, William Rayner or Reiner. I want to say Rayner. No, let's call it Reiner. Uh, he says a stroll up and down the pleasure beach with Marty McCutcheon, followed by a very long luncheon. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, and like crucially this. rhymes as well. <laughs> Although I think, uh, unfortunately, William, you would need to pay because she was made bankrupt. So um, <laughs> do take that into consideration if you're going to take Martine out. I mean, that's the great thing about a stroll up and down the pleasure beach. It is free. Mm-hmm. The, the long luncheon, though, actually will get you on the long luncheon. Mm-hmm. Or you maybe, will, you maybe, will be paying for that. Maybe by long luncheon, what he, what he means is that you just buy a plate of chips between you, but spin it out for several hours. <laughs> <laughs> or at the end, when the bill comes, you'll just sort of push it over to you and nod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is your moment. This is your perfect moment. <laughs> <laughs> and finally from dr fine soda who <laughs> who writes um erotic mario kart with david garhan um lake windsurfing with colin hay of men at work i must admit uh david garhan not a name that i'm familiar with anyone else the, he's the lead singer of um depeche mode yes Ah, uh, but but that's not the part that intrigued me the most. <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to dig just for a few minutes into the th- into the uh, the idea of erotic Mario Kart. How does that work? <laughs> well, I mean, it goes one of two ways in my mind. Either it's you're playing Mario Kart as normal, but every time you lose, you have to take an item of clothing off. And okay, and right. Okay, okay. What I like to imagine though is that someone has actually programmed an entirely new video game, which is <laughs> essentially Mario Kart, but all the characters are pornographic. <laughs> <laughs> or erotic when so, you when something you, like it, it could be a black mirror episode basically yeah, perhaps for example those of you that are familiar with mario kart you fire a red shell but if it hits someone then they have to take some clothes off i don't know <laughs> i mean this could be a whole subsection of the show couldn't it send in the rules for erotic mario kart <laughs> oh, maybe maybe between you me and probably jed seems most likely <laughs> we can get this into production it does sound a bit like an alan partridge show idea that you might say to tony Hairs, doesn't it yeah erotic mario kart <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Next, we have from Ben Paul on Twitter. This is about Partridge characters in the wild. Uh, He writes in saying, uh, I was re-watching Broadchurch with my girlfriend the other day, and it was distracting me that I knew one of the bit parters in the first episode, but couldn't place him. I now realise he's the builder in the middle... Uh, here below, sent this picture, which is a uh, uh, just a picture, a still from um, the second series of I'm Alan Partridge, where Alan is talking to the builders, and he says uh, he makes the joke about an egg cup later in the series. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, the actor in question here is a, is a chap called Simon Ludders, who is one of the uh, builders in uh, in I'm Alan Partridge series two. Yeah, and Tom and I were discussing this the other the other day, and it made made me think. A uh, quick question: 
can everybody correctly name the three builders from I'm Alan Partridge series two? Stab you're excluded because we discussed this. Yes, oh. all right, fine. Uh, John, I can, uh, John, I can save you some time here. Absolutely not. <laughs> John is one. John is one. Come on, Nick. Uh, Paul. We need two more I names. mean, I'm just naming members of the Beatles. <laughs> uh, I don't think I. Oh, it's been, it's, it's, down it's been a long time <laughs> since I rewatched. Was there a Jeff? No, 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 I've, no. I've got no idea. Okay, I, yeah, you've got John. I've I'd, got Carl. Carl. And then you've got Ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Ditch. Yep. Is yeah. his name ever said out loud? Then I can't. I'll be honest with you. I can, that is in my notes. I cannot remember how I found that out, but. That wow. was on the internet somewhere. What I like Ditch. to I like to imagine sometimes with roles like that is uh, is the actor going back to their family and going, "Yes, I've got a job. I've got a, a speaking acting part. Oh yeah, and who are you playing? Ditch. You know, like <laughs> you'd rather like, be called Builder Number Three, wouldn't well, you? Yeah, it's like when you look down IMDb and it's like, yeah, it's like Dead Hooker Four or something like that. <laughs> I like to imagine these people go home and like, yes, I'm gonna be in, you know, whatever it is, some big series. And like, oh yeah. Who are you going to be? Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. yeah. Man soiling self. <laughs> <laughs> Would watch. Yep. Uh, and next, Jeff Matty uh, on Twitter uh, says, uh, can you please do a feature on how many radio adverts Michael, brackets Simon, is currently on? I listen to TalkSport and literally every other advert is him. Amazing. He does all the voices and then the recap slash T's and C's at the end. I'm beginning to think I'm the only one who noticed. Well, out of us, yes, uh, yes, because none of us listen to TalkSport. No, but Jed was not oh, yeah. And I mean, obviously, uh, Simon Greenall has uh, a huge catalogue of voiceover work yes. and is the voice of the Meerkats in Compare the Market. Yep. I think everyone's aware of that by now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically Simon Greenall and Ralph Innocent, who plays Finchie in The Office, who basically <laughs> has a monopoly on all voiceover work in the UK. And that, that's just reminded me, did somebody tweet us uh, a few months back thinking they were convinced that they heard one of us doing a voiceover for a Domino's advert. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we'd happily do it. I yeah. gladly would. We <laughs> are available. It definitely wasn't any of us. Mm. Domino's, call us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we're waiting. Uh, moving on to Misheard Alan. This is uh, from David Bowery on Facebook. He said, for your Misheard Alan, it wasn't until listening to your podcast I realised the joke in The Colour of Alan with a South African man saying, no, you can't. I never realised the joke was that Alan was hearing another C word. I guess I lived a sheltered life when originally watching I'm Alan Partridge. I think I'm in the same boat, actually, David. I think when this first came out, it did take me a watch or two to realise that that's what they were doing. But partly because I just, I think at that age... I couldn't believe you could get away with it on the BBC, even if you were sort of pretending that it was mm. you were saying it by accident. I think do we maybe we did dwell on this a bit uh, years ago now when we covered this because mm. I think the thing is that the way that they could get around with this being relatively early evening on the BBC is that technically he is saying can't not cunt. So mm. yeah, yeah. I suppose you'd need to already be familiar with the word to get <laughs> the joke. So yeah, no harm yeah, done. I guess so. I guess yeah. so. Okay, we'll move on to an email we've had in from Cold Spring. The email was simply titled Strange Article. They, uh, the email then contained a link to this article, and it is about a weird comparison of Partridge to Ghostwatch. So we're actually going to bring in Ghostwatch expert here, Jed Shepard. Uh, Jed, uh, I asked you to have a read of this so you, yeah. could, you could share your thoughts. So it's basically a blog post which is saying there are quite a lot of stylistic, visual similarities, production similarities yeah. between... Ghostwatch and knowing me, knowing you, oh, yeah. the TV series. Yeah. 
Um, can you first maybe explain briefly what Ghostwatch is? For yeah, sure. Might not know, and um, then so, give us your thoughts. Yeah, so Ghostwatch was kind of uh, the BBC's attempt at doing a live Halloween special, kind of in the vein of War of the Worlds. And so they, they're sorry, aim- what Wild Woods? <laughs> <laughs> so it was their aim to to almost kind of like trick the general public into thinking what they were watching was real, but it was actually like a mockumentary. Um, and it's a very influential 1992 documentary that people watched as a kid, and it wasn't released. It was actually banned because it, it killed someone it, some, someone watched it and committed suicide what, because what? yeah because pipes actually got someone yeah was it pipes was the baddie pipes was yep. the bad guy yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, so it was kind <laughs> of or ditch yeah pipes or ditch i can't remember which it was about a family uh, living in north london and there is essentially a ghost in the house and no one believes them so the cameras come in you've got um sarah green you've got craig charles friend of the got, show yep and you've got mike uh, mike smith in the studio oh, yeah. who's on on the phone lines and mark michael parkinson's the one yep. that hosts it and it is essentially the forerunner of of things like besides Alan Partridge, um, like um, all of the kind of fan footage stuff that we got in later years, like the Blair Witch Project and things like that. And it's kind of based on like an Enf- the Enfield haunting, that kind of idea, yeah. isn't it? It's based on the Enfield poltergeist, which yeah. uh, like The Conjuring 2 was and things like that. But it's really, really well done. And because someone commits suicide, the BBC banned it for years until like the early 2000s. So just round the table, we, we've all seen Ghostwatch, right? I haven't. Wow. I mean, you'd be too scared to watch it. To oh yeah, it, yeah, it sounds awful. I would so never I, watch I, it in a million think, years. Uh, would it be? Would it, is it a fair assumption that we all watched it in the early nineties when it actually broadcast as well? I didn't see it when it, I've watched really? it with you years ago. Okay, um, so I remember watching it, it on once. original broadcast, and it was absolutely shit scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's so well done. It still scares me to yeah. this day. And like, I recently spoke to the the writer and the creator of it, um, Stephen Volk, and I think he was quite amazed at how much of a legacy it's mm. achieved. And this blog post um, on on. I think this was written in the early 2000s, actually. This blog post was um, just essentially making comparisons to the to the format where you have a, a live TV show, which mm-hmm. is kind of the, the conceit of, of uh, knowing me, knowing Knowing you you. Uh um yeah and all of the conventions of you get a normal tv show and in fact it going wrong because at the end of series one of uh, knowing me knowing you something goes wrong um just like it does in ghostwatch something goes wrong at the end and all hell breaks loose and people die and it was kind of little things like the transmission cards coming up and things like that like when alan shoots forbes and when michael parkinson well actually i won't spoil it and he cuts a different cameras and things that you think it's out of control but i think in summary it's kind of like Initially, when I first saw this blog post, I was like, that's mental. You can't compare Ghostwatch to Knowing Me, Knowing You with Alan Partridge. But actually, yeah. I think we kind of agreed that they did have a couple of good points. So we, we, we can we can maybe share that on the socials for people to have a read and make their own minds up. Yeah. I'm just looking on, on the Wikipedia page for, for Ghostwatch, and it said that the BBC was besieged with 30,000 phone calls from irate and, irate and frightened viewers after it went out, and that the, 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 the ban on it being shown on the BBC was 10 years long. Staggering. Pipes was very scary. <laughs> I mean, I'll never know. I'll never watch it. It's called Pipes, for fuck's sake. What is scary about Pipes? You'll see. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, now it's time to ponder Glenn Ponder with an email we got from Drew Cameron, a regular contributor to the show. Thank you, Drew. He said, uh, Dear Tom's Darkridge and Stabtridge, Adam Brookridge, Nick Alderidge, and Jed and all. Uh, after Tom Dark mentioned that the man who thinks he's it featured some of the best Adam Partridge stuff, I did a little rewatch of the live Steve Coogan catalogue available on iTunes. I did enjoy the man who thinks he's it very much. I also noticed it features Glenn Ponder on keyboard avec a very snazzy waistcoat. Ooh. It brought to mind Monkey Tennis mentioned his cameo in This Time, which further made me wonder if anyone other than Steve Coogan has given him repeat employment. Steve Brown's IMDb page is not exactly a wash with barnstormers. <laughs> I watched the live events chronologically, so ended with Steve Coogan presents Alan Partridge and less other less successful characters. In it, Alan repeats a joke from uh, Kim Kiwap, Know Me Knowing You. Uh, Surprise me in rehearsal, Glenn, not on a live show. However, at the end of the show, when the musicians are revealed to take a bow, it's not Steve Brown behind the keyboard. Intriguing. Anyway, just an odd, utterly unimportant and fairly uninteresting observation, <laughs> and therefore I emailed it immediately to my Kenneth. <laughs> Smell my cheesy mother's Drew Cameron. Uh, P.S. Tom Stav had a great observation that Alan Partridge allows Coogan to operate on a kind of one-for-me, one-for-you basis. The man who thinks he's it, and specifically uh, Alan Partridge and less successful characters, are real microcosms of this. While there are a couple of good laughs to be had in the first half of these shows, you're essentially watching Coogan have his fun, knowing you'll be rewarded after the interval by Norwich's biggest star, depending on the metric. I mean, this doesn't lead <laughs> yeah. me to one thing, which is that I think certainly at some point we will end up covering uh, the Alan content of Steve's stand-up shows because uh, yeah. they necessarily have fairly long Alan Partridge sections in them. Yeah, um, I, and I they're think, all original as well. Yeah, yeah, much. I think like the man who thinks he's it, that's about half an hour of Partridge and yeah. it's all gold. And yeah. see, I haven't seen that, but I have seen um, less successful characters and other characters, etc. I went to go see the live show of that and it basically was exactly what he says, which is yeah. the first half, you're just kind of twiddling your thumbs a little bit waiting for Alan. I, I quite enjoyed the Pauline Calf bit in that show though. Oh, at yeah. that point, she shut herself. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Tom, over to you. Yes, we've got uh, someone who emailed in, uh, Peter, I think that's German, maybe, <laughs> Offerman's uh, uh, about song inspiration. He sent us a YouTube uh, link to, to a song. It said, could this tune uh, have inspired Coogan slash Partridge to sing, tell you what, tell you what, it's nine and a half thousand pounds. Starting at 37 seconds on this clip, it's definitely something I cannot stop hearing. Now, I've listened to the clip. It's by a band called Eleven Pond. The song's called Watching Trees. It's their most played song on Spotify with 1.5 million plays. It's quite respectable. And um, if you do listen to this specific clip at 37 seconds, the, um, the melody does basically follow that. I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but let's play it in now. Uh, yeah, 
I'm sorry, but that is not even remotely close <laughs> enough to be the inspiration. I think the, the beginning bit is, but the nine and yes. a half thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah. Bit the beginning bit is three notes. I, I could <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. find you. I'm gonna say fourteen thousand songs that have uh, 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 in them. Right. Why so between people? now and the next episode, you have to find fourteen thousand songs 14, that have that exact thousand songs. songs. <laughs> what I would say is that does sound like the sort of song I think Alan would listen to and enjoy. However, I quite I enjoyed it. it. Sounded great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Really that's fresh. Fair. On the subject of music, uh, next up, we've got a music quiz to play. So who's ready for a bit of quiz fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Foo on Twitter, I wonder if he's a real doctor, says, Hi, Tunky Menace. Like it. I've made a partridge quiz. You should give it a go on the pod or I'll settle for a shout out. Well, don't worry, Dr. Foo, we're going to play it. Okay, so here's how the quiz is going to go. It's answers to what is the song or the band that Alan Partridge is talking about. This is fastest finger first, although we don't actually have the buzzer or the bell here, so it's going to be shout out your name first. Eyes down, look in. Question number one. They perfectly described the council's proposal to build affordable housing on Greenbelt land. This is blank. Strong start. It's a, t- it's a tough one to start, to be honest. The answer is madness. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Number two. Here's a chap who's permanently high whilst his mates sell blubber for cash. It's Tom. Oh, bl- Adam. Stab. Seal. Oh, Adam. Adam. Bob Marley and the Wailers. Bob Marley oh, and the Wailers. Of course it is. Number three. This is a little itty bitty of... Tom. Scritty Politty. Correct. Next one. Ruddy Hell. It's Tom. Nick. Soft Cell. Yep. He's on a roll. Commency Bitter. Tom. Craftwork. <laughs> uh, Correct. Here's one diamond geezer who would never dream of pulling your fingernails off with a pair of pliers. It's blank. Adam. Is it Neil Diamond? It is Neil Diamond. That was one of the biggest stadium... Tom. R-E-O Speedwagon. He's got it. There are some kids outside playing with snowballs. They've forgotten to put some parkers... Coldplay. Correct. (laughs) Nettles Corsum. Doc Cleaves Hurum. It's a... Nick. Sting. Correct. There's no point yelling at that large spotted cat who's dragging the lifeless body of an apprentice zookeeper across the compound. He won't be able to hear you. He's a... Adam. Oh. Death Leopard. Correct. <laughs> this is Thatcher Pop Four Piece. Tom. Duran Duran. Correct. Yes. And now here's Berlin with Blank, which I dedicate to my partner Angela, who has asthma. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. No, it, it, is, it, is it, it. Oh, oh Nick, oh, is it yeah. Breathless? No. Leave Jet, me breathless. Jed for the steel. Take my breath away. He's got it. Jed, please don't sing. It sounds bad. <laughs> that was Soft Rock Cocaine Enthusiast. Adam. I think Adam. Oh, God. I forgot their name. I don't know. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. Iggy Pop. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Wait, oh. Fleetwood Mac. Yes, Correct. <laughs> Got to take your first answer, Adam, and your first answer was you don't know. <laughs> Two questions. How are we going to win? Nick, Adam. Uh, Nick. Level 42, the Chinese way. Correct. <laughs> Do I get two points for that? Uh, no. Only a few more. Who's this beautiful blonde man with a lovely voice? It's Tom. Nick. <laughs> it's Tom. <laughs> Annie Lennox. Correct. This is what bananas wear in battle. It's Tom. Bananarama. Correct. Bernard Manning used to breed his turkeys without them. It's Nick. Wings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think this one's quite hard. Blank. The effeminate futurists from the 80s. Nick. Yep. Eurythmics. No, not a bad, not a bad effort, but no. I don't think anyone's going to get this. Japan. No, yeah, no. that's a hard one, isn't it? Here's a man with a mouth like a snare and the voice of a cat trapped in one. It's... Oh. 
There, there is a crime. Oh, Adam. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan. No. No. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll reveal Shane McGowan. Oh, yeah. All right. This should be an easy one. They're only the band the Beatles could have been. Adam. Wings. Correct. This is what I said to my girlfriend on her birthday. Tom. Nick. Stab. You be 40. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. That was Sweating Lunatic. Nick. Tom. Oh. Nick. E-pop. There we go. It's E-pop. <laughs> that was Blank, who, thank the Lord, is still with us. Nick. Adam. Bill Withers. Correct. Guaranteed to blow your mind. That was Classic Blank. Adam. Oh. Queen. Correct. What a great song. It really encapsulates the frustration. You too, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, correct. Blank, or as they're now known, Tom. Stink. The police. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. Keep your clubs away from his young Adam. Oh, was that stab? Yep. Seal. Correct. That was the police with blank, Nick, their Adam. gibberish classic. Nick. Do, 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 da, da, da. Correct. Oh, there we go. There we go. That concludes the music quiz. I didn't keep score on who won. I think Doesn't I did. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> Just a bit of did. fun, but I think we all know it was Tom Stab. I mean, the real winner here is Dr. Fu, who's yep. brought joy to us and probably tens of listeners. He didn't do my favourite one, which is, she's got diamonds and a nice big bum. <laughs> it's Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Uh, on to Del Randall 65 on Twitter who said uh, listening to the Know Me Knowing You radio show who do you think does the voice of child prodigy wet boy Simon Fisher uh, so uh, just to let you know we will be covering uh, Know Me Knowing You radio very soon we will um, reveal that answer exactly. in a few weeks time uh, when we told people on uh, social media that that would be what we were turning our ears and eyes to next a few people got in touch Brendan Hooper said as good as Kim Kiwap TV is, Kim Kiwap Radio is even better, I think. Fantastic writing. And Terry Lawson said, I'm ridiculously excited by this news. In my opinion, some of the best ever Partridge moments are in the radio shows. So we will be coming on to that uh, in episodes very shortly. And to close out this episode, um, I saw some news on uh, Twitter uh, towards the end of last year that the streets are coming to Norwich. They're playing a big outdoor show in Norwich. Um, so I put my thinking cap on and thought up a short thread of streets slash Allen song puns. And I asked our listeners or followers on Twitter to suggest their own ones. So um, we're going to do a quick fire where uh, each one of us uh, takes uh, a different song title and we're going to run through them now. We're going to start off with the ones that we kicked off the thread with and then we're going to kick it into uh, our listener uh, slash follower suggestions. So, Jed, play the musical bed. Has it come to this country? When he wasn't famous. Original partridge material. Has it come to this? Oh, oh, oh. Let's push things forward solutions. On the edge of a cliff Thorburn. Blinded by the spikes. Sam Crook says £9,500 don't come for free. R7 Co. says get out of my house and get into my static home, Lynn. Dale Randall 65, boys will be ladyboys. Chaz Nuki Burden, you're fit, but I don't trust you. <laughs> Chaz Nuki Burden again, dry your eyes, mate. I've just lost a pint of blood. Tom Dark says weak become so ruddy bloody brave. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> hang on a minute. I, I, mean, I there, think there, we, there are some of Adams in here as well. Yeah, we've, we've thrown in a few of our own. Horridge Bloke 19. I never thought when I was in my 20s I'd have to push things forward. Adam Nonfiction says, Heaven for the laughing at weather. The Dante's way to make an easy living. A Gabitas don't come for free. Russ Appleby. Why are your eyes meet? Cy Duckworth. Blinded by the fog lamps. John Carter. Get out of my five bedroom bastard house. Adrian Bavister. Don't aerolator yourself. Suddenly, Tim, don't mug or not appreciate yourself. And Horwich Bloke 19's back. Don't mug yourself. You've broken your neck. <laughs> Fantastic. A great I round. That. A yeah. great round. The Streets Times Partridge. 
Lock down your aerial <laughs> later. Uh, and on that streets times partridge times your aerial bombshell, we come to the end of this episode of uh, Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. If you want to join the people who achieved glory on this week's show <laughs> by having their sex memes or uh, other uh, other tidbits read out, then uh, do get in touch on Instagram at Monkey Tennis Pod, Twitter at The Partridge Pod, Facebook.com slash The Partridge Pod, Partridge Pod at gmail.com. And the Monkey Tennis hotline is open for your voice notes 07923 we're going to be back very soon with more uh, Alan fun but for now thank you so much for listening and goodbye when I wake up in the morning love and the sunlight hurts my eyes and something without warning love bears heavy on my mind then I I must complete the journey that my father never could. I must do it on foot. Can't remember why. It will be called The Footsteps of My Father Walk. My home isn't insulated. Monkey tennis? Heathrow is just an absolute tit of an airport. Quite simply, cows. Monkey tennis? With a stupid Ewok head. Lava on him, Nosey. Love you, Aim. Monkey tennis? A total wazzock of a guy. Infinity, the final frontier. Monkey tennis? We will talk about it now, Mr. Nichols. Monkey tennis? Motherfucker. Gary Wilmot. Okay. Sue Cook. Okay. Dale Winton. Okay. Monkey tennis? Oh, fuck off, Nick. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.